to the Hope and Coffee podcast, episode one of season eight. Yes, a brand new season of Hope and Coffee. But before I get this new season underway, I would like to take a moment to apologise to those of you who are regular listeners, because at the end of season seven, I did say I was going to take a short break to recharge, write a few more episodes uh, before uh, starting on this season. And it has in fact been three months since the end of season seven, which was the 200th episode of Hope and Coffee. And the reason it has taken so long is partially it's just taken me a little longer than I anticipated to refresh myself and get into a position where I felt it was time to start re-recording. And secondly, because I reorganized my room uh, after about a month of ending the last season and I couldn't find my notes (laughs) but I did find them and I have written a few episodes or a couple episodes uh, with plenty of ideas bubbling underneath the surface ready to roll for a brand new season so here we are the start of a brand new season season eight And we're going to start by looking at Revelations chapter 3, verses 15 to 17. Revelation chapter 3, verses 15 to 17, as taken from the NIV translation. I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either one or the other. So, because you are lukewarm neither hot nor cold, I am about to spit you out of my mouth. You say, I am rich, I have acquired wealth and do not need a thing, but you do not realise that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind and naked. Growing up, I've always loved pizza. The wide variety of toppings you can now choose from is amazing. The meats, such as chicken, beef, ham, pepperoni, and so much more, to other choices such as peppers, onions, mushrooms, and even pineapple. The truth of the matter is that pizza has come a long way from its origins of a dough base covered with tomato sauce sprinkled with cheese. And I'm not just talking about shop brought with familiar toppings such as pepperoni or the controversial ham and pineapple. There are also the more unusual containing things such as spinach with goat's cheese or barbecue sauce instead of tomato. Of course, let's not forget that when you call to order a pizza or go into a pizza place, you can pick and choose any of your favourite toppings to personalise your pizza. But where am I going with this? Let me tell you. I recently had the pleasure of hearing Bishop Ruth the Bishop of Horsham, speaking at my church. And during her talk, she said something that stuck with me. She said one of the few talks that she remembers is an impromptu one that was given when a man speaking stood up and said, God is not a pizza. Which, in my ADHD brain, made perfect sense and got me thinking. Firstly, I thought, how true. Secondly, I thought, what a great way to start season eight of Hope and Coffee. But let's pause a moment to look at Mark chapter 11, verses eight to 10. Mark 
chapter 11, verses 8 to 10, as taken from the NIV translation. Many people spread their cloaks on the road, while others spread branches they had cut in the fields. Those who went ahead and those who followed shouted, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest heaven. So where exactly am I going with this opening episode of season 8? Simple. We've just had Easter. Or at least at the time of writing this, we've just had Easter. A time when we celebrate Jesus rising from the dead. But if we go back a little to just before the crucifixion, we find these verses where Jesus enters Jerusalem on a donkey and people cry out, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Shouts of praise and of triumph. People have come from all over to witness the promised king enter Jerusalem. The mood is fever pitched. Expectations are high. People throw down their cloaks and branches they have cut in the fields whilst working. Jerusalem is a volcano waiting to erupt, bubbling with expectation. And along comes Jesus on a donkey, a donkey. And these crowds who have gathered to greet the coming king, who are excited and shout, Hosanna, very quickly turn on Jesus and shout, crucify him. Why though? Well, as Bishop Ruth said during her talk, Jesus was not what the crowds were expecting. Rather than a strong king who rides in to kill the Romans, the occupying forces, they got a meek and loving king. But worse, Jesus does not attack the Romans, rather he attacks the religious leaders and says to pay tax to Caesar. This is not the king people were looking for. Jesus did not fit in the box the people wanted him in. And so those cries of Hosanna turn to cries of crucify him because Jesus is not what people were expecting. Yet let's pause here for a moment to breathe and to look at John chapter 14, verse 15. John chapter 14, verse 15, as taken from the NIV translation. If you love me, keep my commands. Something else Bishop Ruth said that day also stuck with me. Rather, something she asked. Do we try to shape God to our expectations, or allow God to shape us? Which is where we come back to what I was saying at the start. God is not a pizza. You can't pick and choose your toppings. We cannot choose to follow Jesus, yet ignore teachings that don't sit well with us. Or worse, take certain teachings out of context to suit our lifestyle. Now, those who listen to Hope and Coffee on a regular basis will know how much it annoys me when verses are taken out of context to suit a purpose. The prime example I often use being from Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. An often overused verse quoted by well-meaning Christians when someone they know is going through a rough time and suffering. Yet, as I have said before, 
this was said of a plan 70 years in the making. But I digress a little. Or do I? You see, in many ways, misquoting Bible verses is a form of shaping God to our expectations. Someone is suffering and having a hard time. Quote Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 as a quick fix. Sorted. Not getting our own way or the things we want. Easy. Get upset and look to John 14 verse 14. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. Are you getting the picture yet? Well, let's pause again to look at scripture and look at Proverbs chapter 10 verse 28. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 28 as taken from the NIV translation. The prospect of the righteous is joy but the hopes of the wicked come to nothing. If there's one thing I've learned over the years, it's that with high expectations comes a deep disappointment. Much like what we have already looked at in this episode, where the expectations of the crowds destroyed by the reality that they came face to face with. And so it is with expectations, nothing ever truly lives up to our ideals. That new phone that sounded great has small yet annoying flaws. Those clothes aren't as comfortable as we thought. That first kiss when we fall in love for the first time never seems to be found again. In fact, it's safe to say that life is full of disappointments because things don't live up to expectations, which is a trap we all too often fall into as believers. When we commit our lives to Christ, and expect one thing, but what we get doesn't measure up. It's only natural as humans to only hear what we want to hear, especially when faced with a bad or negative situation or news. Nobody likes to suffer or to see loved ones suffer. So we hold on to positive thoughts and ignore anything negative, much like our faith where we often take the positive from the Bible and ignore the negative. The prime example of this being that Jesus himself said we would face trouble in John chapter 16 verse 33 and that we would be persecuted in his name in Mark chapter 13 verse 13. In fact there are many times that Jesus says we will suffer in his name yet often we choose to overlook this and concentrate on promises of blessings. Unfortunately, when you look closer, blessings often come with suffering. Just look at the Beatitudes. However, let's pause a moment to return to scripture and look at Matthew chapter five, verses 43 to 45. Matthew chapter five, verses 43 to 45, as taken from the NIV translation. You have heard that it was said, love your neighbour and hate your enemies. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes his Son to rise on the evil and the good, and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. When it comes to faith and persecution, nothing stands out more than when Jesus tells us to love our enemies and pray for those who persecute us. 
it is in a complete contradiction of natural instinct where what we want to do is hate our enemies and curse those who persecute us. And if you read on in this passage, Jesus goes on to say, if you love those who love you, what reward will you get? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? As Jesus comments, even tax collectors and pagans do these things. You don't need to be a Christian to love those who love you or to greet those who are like you. What makes us stand out as followers of Christ is to do the unconventional, to love our enemies and pray for those who persecute. Which brings us full circle and back to where I started. God is not a pizza. We cannot pick and choose what parts of the Bible to live by to suit how we want to live. If we do, we only box God up and live a half-life, a life in limbo. As Revelations chapter 3 verse 16 says, So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I am about to spit you out of my mouth. Now this isn't saying to be either for or against God and not be middle of the road, but rather in reference to the hot waters of Lodosia, or the cold refreshing waters of Colossiae, both cities which were thriving but mediocre in faith at best. They became self-reliant rather than God-reliant. They were lukewarm. So as we move into a new season of hope and coffee, will you choose all of the Lord? Let us pray. Father God, just as I bring this first episode of season eight to a close, I want to thank you for bringing me, for bringing us to this place. Father God, I felt a little bit bad about the fact that it had been so long <laughs> since I recorded the last episode of season seven. But I know in my heart of hearts that this is the time this is the time to relaunch Hope and Coffee to start season eight. Everything in your perfect time. So Father God, I thank you for bringing us to this point. Father God, I thank you that you are a complete package, that you never let us down, that your promises always come to fulfillment, that if we ask things in your name that are in line with your will, you will give it to us, you will bless us mightily. Father God, I pray that for myself and those who listen, for my brothers and sisters in Christ, that we would remember that the good comes with, a bad, with the bad. You can't avoid that. We cannot pick and choose. Lord, help us to remember you are not a pizza. We cannot just take bits of the Bible that suit us or take aspects of our faith that suit us and ignore everything else. You tell us if we love you we will obey your commands all of your commands not just the ones that suit us so lord as we move into this new season season eight of hope and coffee i pray that we would do so with a new renewed enthusiasm with our eyes wide open and our hearts open to accept the fact that we must move forward in faith together and in its entirety 
to accept all that our faith has to offer, all that you have to offer. And not to try and box you up and, sh let, and shape you, but to let you shape us. And I pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen.